Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to debrief on our interviews that we've been having? Absolutely. So which one are we starting out with? We're going to start out with Roxlyn's interview. She was our first guest. What we're going to be doing on the series is just talking a little bit about some of the things that our guests have spoken about and give a little bit of more context sometimes, as well as talk a little bit about how you could utilize them as a first-gen student. Mm-hmm. Hopefully answer some of those questions, because sometimes I feel like being an educator, sometimes we're very comfortable, right, with all the acronyms that they use. But even just picking up some of that and letting our listeners know, hey, here are some programs that we could spell out that you could use. So, Yutunde, what would you feel, what did you feel was the first thing that really spoke to you during Roxlyn's interview? Oh, gosh, there were so many things. Uh, You know, I it's as a counselor, it's wonderful to hear students talk about things that I know I've heard from so many other people, but to hear it validated from a student um, who's there currently. Right. But is in that transit. She's in that transition stage. Um, It's really it's really good to know and helps me sort of as a counselor know that I'm we're on the right track in terms of how we support students. One of the things that she mentioned that really stood out to me was learning how to know what to ask for. Sometimes, you know, not necessarily knowing what that was when she first started, right? She mentioned that she had started community college during the pandemic, so she was fully online at first and then was also part of the transition back on campus. So here she is having to relearn how to learn. What really stood out was talking about just how to know how to ask and what to ask for. Oh, that was such a great nugget that she spoke about. And something for me that really stood out was that balancing the cultural aspect and the financial aspect, I feel, really stood out to me because some of the things that she didn't know about were like about financial aid and how she could like get her school paid for just somebody there to support her through that process because I'm not going to lie, financial aid can be scary for so many students. So if you haven't getting that support, taking advantage of those workshops, like that could make the process less scary and actually have you do it. Because many times, sometimes we just, students won't do it, right? Right. And, you know, and the thing is that it's always changing. So sometimes students don't even know, like, what's the latest? There's always that sort of that need to always keep up. You know, financially, there's one of those things like there's always a deadline and the deadlines can vary depending on where you are and what you're trying to, what you're aiming for. And so I loved how she talked about being able to understand and learn what was available to her and then how to access it. Yeah. And then the other thing that I thought really stood out is um, she was mentioning finding her voice was so important. And I thought where she talked about going to office hours and then having the instructor say, well, think about it this way, right? So that same instructor may be taught one way in class, but then in the office hours setting, because it's a smaller group, was able to shift and say, well, if you didn't understand it this way in lecture, here's another way to understand the same content. And I think, especially for students who have uh, different ways of learning, that is really critical. And I think hearing it from a student, a fellow student is so useful. So students, if you didn't catch that, go back and re-listen to that interview where she talks about how effective office hours were for her. Oh, I 
I can't agree more with you. And one of the things that she even talked about was the study skills that she learned, like the pre-reading, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like math, when I talk to my students, because as a STEM counselor, a lot of times I say it's like a language, right? Mm -hmm. You have to study ahead of time. You have to keep going at it because Mm -hmm. the longer you take a, a break from it or if you try to cram it, it's so difficult to learn a language or math. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So what would you say for students is the one takeaway they should focus on from Roxanne's interview? Well, I'm going to say that not being afraid to ask for help. I think that to me always sums up so many pieces because once you let that piece go, that you're afraid to ask for help and you just start asking, you'll start to see the opportunities grow exponentially. I really can't stress that enough. And I feel like even to this day, I have to remind myself to ask for help sometimes. It's okay. Absolutely. And in addition to that, I definitely think what she said about learning the lingo that is commonly used. She had expressed that one of the things that her teacher mentioned was, you know, when you attend office hours, you will at least have some sort of foundation for when you're in class and you're hearing the lecture again. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what you're already mentioning, but being able to um, adjust your learning to fit the environment. And, you know, her experience was so unique to her, but also very common, right? I think students experience similar things. And um, I think the what she shares about her, her learning, her study habits, and the differences that's happened into the, not, not the norm resources, um, I think are just golden for anybody, especially someone like her who's in a STEM major. And, you know, I'm going to follow up because you brought something back to me. She talked about the MESA program. So I wanted to put a plug out there, mm. right, for our students because mm-hmm. she said MESA. So it's going to be the Mathematics Engineering Science Achievement Program. And for all of those students who don't know what that is, I would encourage you, one, first check with your community college. You just type in M-E-S-A on their search bar. See if it comes up as one of their programs. Look at their STEM, look at, look at their STEM center or ask your STEM instructors as well as your counselors or STEM counselors if you're in a pathway and learn about those resources that they have because that was one of the pieces I think that students who may have a little trouble asking you maybe join that program first and you're going to get some workshops a closer network and be able to build up to that. Because I get it. Like, I feel like it was really difficult for me when I was in college. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are saying, like, I know I need to do it. But how do I get started? Get started by joining a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many takeaways from her interview. Yes, and for listeners, I hope you go back and check it out. It's always good to, to listen to something again because you might pick up something new. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It's really helping us. So we appreciate those. And everything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and 
S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.